So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. I am really excited tonight because we have an incredibly interesting topic, an interesting young man to speak with, and I cannot wait to pick his beautiful brain and for you so you can learn more in depth of this amazing ability and gift that he has, that he has been given, and how he's able to help people with it. And I'm, I'm truly, truly excited about this. Before I bring him on, and it's going to come real soon, he's coming on real soon, the Mind Body Business Show. What is that all about? Well, it's a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs where I bring on the most talented and most successful entrepreneurs from all over the United States and all over the world. We've had folks from all over the place come on and they provide value. They provide tips and secrets to what helped them to achieve success. And that's what I learned at a late age that you don't need to try to figure this out on your own. You just find someone who has achieved a level of success that you aspire to and simply model them, which means copy them. Just do what they do. And there's the thing, the thing is there, there are recipes for success, just like there are recipes, many recipes for a great cake, for instance. All you need is one recipe, just find one. And if you follow it step by step, it's no different with success, then you can achieve that level of success you desire. So that is what this show is all about, just to bring you the secrets to the best life you could ever possibly live, that's all. <laughs> all right, the mind. That's all about the mindset. And what I found in the most successful people that I study over the past decade is that to a person, they have a very, very powerful mindset. More importantly, they have a flexible mindset, even more important. And that is how they, over time, achieve a very powerful, positive mindset. And then body. Each and every one that I have studied at length had taking care of themselves literally physically by exercising on a regular basis. Doesn't mean you have to be a bodybuilder if you're a man or a supermodel if you're a woman, just taking care of your body and nutritionally taking in uh, good food and good drink. And then business, oh my goodness, multi, multi, multifaceted is the area of business where all of these incredibly gifted and successful people that I studied had found a way to master the major skill sets necessary to achieve success in their business and then to maintain it and then improve it and increase it. And it's skill sets like uh, marketing, sales, team building, systematizing, leadership. I, I could go on all night. There are so many. The good news is that no one person has to master every skill set themselves. In fact, I don't know if any one person could in a lifetime. The real thing, the only one you really need to master, and I mentioned it in that list, and that is leadership. And that's what these people have done. They've mastered the skill set of leadership. And by doing so, they can then scale their business by delegating to those who have already developed the skill sets they currently do not have. And so you have another secret to success right there. So you don't have to go it alone. And, and please do not go it alone. <laughs> it's it's a it's just a recipe for burnout. We're talking about recipes. And speaking of recipes, another phenomenal aspect of very successful people is they're very avid readers and they're readers of the right books, not just any book. And real quickly, what I wanna do is segue into a little segment I like to call bookmarks. Bookmarks, born to read. Bookmarks, ready, steady, read. Bookmarks, brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Yes, there you see, Reach Your Peak Library. If you're watching on video, if you're listening on podcasts, uh, of course, you cannot see that. It is reachyourpeak.com. And for all of you watching or listening, I would recommend highly that you take out an old-fashioned piece of paper and you know what to do with that? is to get another old-fashioned instrument, and that is a pen, and take 
really good notes. And here's the thing. You are going to be learning about different resources on this show. Happens every single time. I know Travis has many. And as we're talking about these resources, often on websites, you know, it, the temptation is to go click away and go look at these websites while this show is going on. And even though you might be able to still hear us, you're not fully paying attention. And if you miss one golden nugget that Travis has for you tonight that could have changed your life forever, that would be horrible if you did that, if you missed that. So please do yourself a favor, and it doesn't have to be pen and paper. You can bring out your notepad on your PC. I obviously, I honestly don't know what it's called on a Mac, <laughs> but bring out something that you love to take notes with and do that. So reachyourpeaklibrary.com, write that down and stay with us. And the same goes for all the resources you're going to learn about. That is my soapbox moment. So reachyourpeaklibrary.com, that is a website I literally had uh, built for you. I had you in mind, and I'm not kidding when I say that. This isn't for me because why do I say that? Every book in this website is a book I've already read. So there's no reason for this to be built for me. This is for you because every book on this list is something I personally have vetted. It, every book on this list has had profound effect on me, either in business or in personal life or both. And only those books that I have found to give that kind of effect are on this list. In other words, not every book I've ever read is in here. And so this is just for you in case you're looking for that next great read or in case you're like me and started really late in life. I started, I didn't start reading uh, avidly and voraciously till I was about 47. I'm now 56, had a birthday last uh, weekend. And uh, it's, uh, it's changed my life. And I'm not one of those dr drama people that says everything changes my life. It, it literally has changed my life now that I've begun the, and, and continued this wonderful journey of reading incredible books. And you can see there are many great ones in there. Speaking of great ones, I'm about done yakking because it's time to bring on the man of the hour. Let's bring on Mr. Travis Taylor. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Travis Taylor. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's such a privilege and an honor to be here with you today. Oh, man. John. Oh, I appreciate that. And I right back at you. And look, it's funny because you used to reside up north a bit from me. And now you're like a stone's throw away. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you're about an hour's drive away. We, we measure everything and how long it takes to drive somewhere here in California. Right. Yeah, as I'm learning, I've only been here a year. I lived in Seattle <laughs> for about 20 years. Yes, yes. <laughs> And uh, before I formally introduce you, Travis, I want to remind everybody who comes on the show that they will have the opportunity to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. All compliments of our good friends at the Big Insider Secrets. You see their logo on the upper right of your screen if you're watching. If not, it's the BigInsiderSecrets.com. They are the ones that provide this amazing gift. Every single week, we give away a vacation stay. And yes, very soon, you will be able to move not only about the country, but hopefully outside as well and take advantage of that after you've won. So I look forward to being able to give that gift to whoever joins in and puts their gets their ticket. It's a, it's a virtual ticket. So we'll give you the details toward the end of the show. You got to stay on live to the end in order to uh, qualify. So let's bring on this amazing young man right now. For 20 years in Seattle, Travis, a longtime attorney and dedicated public servant for the city of Seattle, has spent one part of his professional legal career in human resources, conducting workplace assessments, investigations, advising and training employees, management and executives on best practices for equal opportunity, inclusion, and how to achieve more equitable outcomes and develop a more culturally competent workforce. That's a tongue twister, man, that's good. <laughs> Travis was, this, this young man right here, we're talking about this guy. Travis was 33 when he first realized during a Reiki class that he was clairvoyant. I cannot wait to learn more about this. <laughs> and that he could channel information from source and see, hear, and communicate with the subtle energy systems that surround the human body. I'm getting tingly, I'm not kidding, I'm getting goosebumps, I'm so excited about this. And over the years, has helped people across the world identify and release the source of a health issue. 
getting very interesting, create more wellness and live more vibrant, happier, and more soul-aligned lives. Ooh, I can't wait to dive into this, Travis. <laughs> now, officially, welcome to the show. So happy you're on, my man. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure, and I'm excited to talk about this because we're in a crazy time, a crazy time in the world where all of us are in a situation where we're like, what is going on? A lot of a lot more hate is you know increasing, and uh, yeah. we're just kind of learning through contrast what isn't working for ourselves as people and what we're learning what we need more of. And I think that is some connection to our higher source, our higher selves, our collective desire to be well and to be free. And I think uh, that's part of what I'm here to help people with. And boy, do people want to be free now more than ever, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Physically and mentally. So uh, speaking of mentally, uh, that's what I like to open the show with typically is, yeah. you know, a bio speaks volumes about a person's experience on the surface. You know, it's a physical thing. But what I like to do right off the bat, you know, for you to get where you are successfully, for you to leave your job, for you to go as a full-time entrepreneur, you did something right. You did a lot of things right. And what I like to find out is I want to tap into that big, beautiful brain of yours <laughs> and see what it is that makes you tick. I do this with every guest. It's, it's, uh, it's, I'll do it with love. <laughs> and what I wanted to find out is very simply, uh, Travis, like you know how it is being an entrepreneur versus a corporate employee. It's, it's a bit different, and there are challenges every single day, and there's only one person that you can look to to, to solve those challenges, and that's you. Right. And so as you know and go day by day, knowing more and more challenges are going to be research you, they're going to be right there in front of you every single day. What is it that drives you when you get up in the morning? What is going on again in that big, beautiful brain of yours that's telling you just keep going? I can't. I love this. What is the drive for you? What is keeping you moving forward? Yeah, thank you. I mean, one of the things that I think about a lot that is what is my relationship with the world around me? And what are my beliefs that support that relationship? So, and what I mean by that is there are experiences that we have that people think, oh, the world is against me. I'm fighting to, to make this thing happen or that thing happen. And the thing that I like to do is remind myself that actually the world is conspiring. It actually is absolutely conspiring, but it's conspiring in my favor, not for my failure. And it's me that gets in the way of that. So what I often do is to make sure that I get my mind set in the morning going in the right way for myself. So for example, um, I want to tell myself, okay, spirit, whatever, in a, whatever way, it doesn't matter what your belief systems are, if you believe in God or, or not, but it's like, what's my intention? How can I be of the greatest service? So that's something I will say out loud. God, if I believe in God, I say God, or I say spirit, whatever universe, please show me how can I, how I can be of the greatest service to the most people today. And because I'm stubborn, I want it to be shown to me in ways that I can easily understand, right? So that way my stubbornness doesn't get in the way because I might find it to be a car drives by and there's like a phone number on it, or, you know, I'll get this, this desire to like go for a walk and then I'll run into somebody who becomes a client or a friend. Uh, so uh, that's one of the things that, that I do is to just recognize that my ego thoughts that tell me I'm not enough, that tell me I'm a failure or I can't do it or I won't do it, it's never going to happen. I realize that those are just thoughts from a roommate in my head that I can't evict. <laughs> I can just decide whether or not to engage and argue with that person, which is, you know, inner middle little me, or to just say, okay, thank you for your input, but I'm going to do this anyway. And uh, this is what I'd like to do for the day. So that's sort of just one thing that, that just comes to mind up front. I love it. All of it uh, in service. That was the big word that came out um, throughout the reason, you know, what motivates you. And this is the beautiful thing. This is what I, I love what I get to do, Travis. And that is interview people like you, because I've had every, every single person that's been on this show, they're service first. They're service oriented. They're they're there to help people. And here's the thing, uh, you know, a lot of people outside of our circles look down upon those who look to make money and lots of it by being an entrepreneur or a business person. And here's the here's the absolute fact is because all the entrepreneurs I've running with and and get to know and have on this show are service oriented, 
I hope that you become one of the wealthiest people on the planet. And the reason is, is because I already know based on where you are today that you'll just use that money to serve more people at a greater scale. And that is what entrepreneurs do. We just keep growing and scaling. And yes, I hope you are blessed with just mountains of cash and financial windfall coming your way. And everyone else that's been on this show and everyone that's out there that's looking to serve and help others because, I mean, we need more, more people like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got to think about money as just energy. It's a resource. And right now, those resources aren't adequately allocated to everyone you know, in the world in the way that it could be. So there, there are actually plenty of resources for everyone. And there's really, there are limitations set up systematically for people, obviously, you know, with a background in, in civil rights and social justice and, and particularly working for government, I know how institutional privilege plays out in the workplace and how, uh, how systems have unintended consequences for people and particularly with people of color and how, you know, those systems we created so we can uncreate them. But that doesn't mean that any given person is limited. Um, there's just different things we have to do to make sure that we can take advantage of ways to leverage what we can create. And in particular, what I find is that when you're constantly in situations where you're in a, like a stressful job, for example, and you're not happy, you know, that's the biggest relationship we have often other than our, you know, romantic one is the amount of time we spend at our job. And, you know, if, we're, if it doesn't make us happy, then we need to change the job. You know, you go to different, you know, restaurants when we could and, you know, or, or different areas and you see people that are just miserable in their lives. And you're like, you know what? Um, you really should find something that you, that you enjoy doing because clearly this isn't it. Um, what sings to your soul? And, you know, like you said, the motivating things for me, you know, I would became a lawyer because I wanted to fight oppression. It just made me mad, you know, and I was like, I hate it. I hate seeing it. It makes me so mad to see when people are oppressed because they think it's unfair. And so, um, you know, that's why I became a lawyer and why I got involved in civil rights and stuff. So when I started to do energy work, it was like, am I in two polar opposite worlds here? Or is this just... A, a new world of the same uh, same thing, yeah. Yeah, what a it, it seems like quite a contrast to me, in an interesting yeah. one. It's just curious. Oh, here we go. Oh, one of my buddies is coming on. Prince Ayu, big salute to both of you. Awaken, being shine on. This is an amazing man. Uh, love this guy. He's often watching the show and commenting, greeting, uh, giving us incredible, great feedback. I've met him in person years ago at a. Uh, entrepreneurial seminar. And in fact, it was based on NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, mm -hmm. which is why I'm loving everything you're talking about right now, by the way, Travis, because it's right down the same alley. You talked specifically about, you know, those voices and they're not the good voices. And basically, here's the thing that uh, for everybody to realize, we all get those voices, no matter what length of work you've done on yourself, for yourself. It's all about how you react to them, like Travis said. And, you know, he said, basically, in, in a different sense of words, react in spite of those voices, you know, just choose not to listen or take part in what those voices are, are telling you. And that's when you've mastered this and, and look, you're still, it's always going to be there, always going to be present. You know, for, I always tell people the first step is be aware that it's happening. And number two is to adjust, you know, cause you can, you can either let your circumstances control your attitude or you can let your attitude control your circumstances. We all have a choice every single one of us. And so I'm, I'm just loving this. Okay. I want to hear your story because you talked about how you found out kind of by accident that you were clairvoyant. So if you wouldn't mind, take us down that path. Uh, how did that happen? Yeah. So thank you. So, um, so back in 2007, uh, I met this woman who uh, was teaching this class, a friend of mine had gone to, and it was called energy medicine, and it was, just seemed interesting to me. And I took the class, and um, I took uh, another class from her called Reiki because I just felt like it was something I wanted to do. It was called uh, become a Reiki master in a weekend. And I thought, wow, I'd love to become the master of something in a weekend. Uh, law school was like three years and <laughs> a lot of money, but this just seemed really interesting. So I was in the class, and um, Reiki is 
is a form of energy healing where you are attuned uh, through three levels, essentially. And the first level is the physical. So after we were attuned to the first level of, of healing, which is called the physical realm, um, I was practicing on another participant and I was standing behind him, my hands were on his shoulders and the instructions for the practice were to follow your intuition and just say what comes up for you. And I didn't really know what that meant, but I thought, okay, cool, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. So my hands were on his back and I was standing behind him and I just felt like I wanted to be an x-ray machine. And I realized that I, when I looked with my mind's eye, I could see his blood, his bones, and his tissue in my mind uh, as if it were an x-ray. You know, if you look at an x-ray, you see the gray and the dark gray and the white. And I could see it and everything looked normal until I got to just under his chest uh, on the left side and I saw a red blob in my mind and I had a thought, what's that? And then in my mind, I saw pancreas in capital letters with an exclamation point. And I realized and I knew in that moment what the pancreas did. And I told him that, that his, his blood sugar was way off and that his pancreas was inflamed. And, um, and I knew I was right, even though I had never had anatomy. And, um, and then and I asked him what was going on. And he said, I have adult onset diabetes, which I realized, yeah, that is a disorder of the pancreas. So I did the hand symbol on it. And then the pancreas became yellow instead of red, which to me was like, instead of danger, it was warning, right? So it was releasing stagnant energy, ultimately, I, I realized. And then my instructor, who was standing about 12 feet away, looked over at me and said, Travis, you know, you're in his pancreas right now, right? And I said, actually, I do. And it was very exciting for me because one, I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first time I'd ever tried to do it. And I got information in my head that was true for the person confirmed by them and then by the instructor. And then I was hooked at that point and I couldn't get my hands on enough people. And ultimately um, over time, I realized that um, it was really because, you know, information is, is non-local. Our consciousness is beyond just the physical realm. So I actually, and, and many people, uh, a lot of people, and you can actually learn to do this, can learn to connect with energy beyond what you might see with your physical eyes. So clairvoyance, just as a term of art, just means clear seeing. So it's a it's a it's a it's a way of seeing beyond the physical realm with your third eye or your mind's eye. So if if I were to tell you, Brian, to close your eyes right now and picture a tree in your mind. And, and I say, look at the tree, uh, look at what type of tree it is, the branches, the color, I want you to feel the, the, the bark on it. Now go back and show me, you know, is it actually, am, am I now in your front yard of your childhood home? Is that what, what tree it is or, you know, or what's in your head? So I actually am introducing that image to your head, right? You, but you actually saw a tree in your mind, right? Right. So if I say, you know, you have the capacity to ask the universe to show you something and the universe will put a picture in your mind and it's your job just to listen. You could do it, too. It's so awesome. It's so there are so many similarities between this and neurolinguistic programming already. Uh, you know, that was one of the things that was so difficult for me personally to get past because uh, I'm too analytical or I was mm -hmm. and it didn't make sense. It had to make logical sense or it couldn't be <laughs> in my mind. And yeah, once I, I mean, finally yeah. released that, it was like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe this. And yeah, once you are able to just, we would just say, you know, go back to your childhood, not like right now, but, you know, go back to the way it was then. And I wonder if you can use your imagination for a change once again, yeah. you know, bring out that small child that was full of wonder and everything was, <laughs> you know, amazing. And, and just, you're just curious beyond measure, just go back to that and, you know, just relax and enjoy the ride. And it took me some time. Um, I'm a thick, thick-headed dude, but finally. Well, many, many of us are, frankly, because, you know, we're in the, we, we decided to incarnate in Earth, an Earth realm, right? A third dimensional place where we have a physical body. We have physicality, you know, in large part because a lot of us learn through contrast and through learning by seeing something we don't want and then realizing, oh, I want something else. And so that's how, what I call learning by contrast. So we're a lot of us are stubborn and that's how we learn is through doing something painful because we remember that more clearly. Uh, so, you know, when I work with people, I 
ask that the universe help me understand what is the most helpful information that I could provide to them uh, at this time. And it isn't always the same thing, which I always think is kind of exciting. So I won't always see someone's pancreas, for example. I might see I might see a childhood trauma, some their abusive parent, and then why they why they have a belief system of that they that they suck, or I will hear the the their narrative of that ego in their head of whatever's holding them back, or I might see a past life trauma that they're living through in this life actually, which I thought was kind of cool too. Wow. So I, I don't know. Do you know a Ginger Nelson right on track? I do. Hey, Ginger. <laughs> I love this woman. She's amazing. She's an incredible uh, channel as well. Oh, thank you for coming on, Ginger, supporting the man, Travis. He's an amazing guy. I, I've just met him literally, what, 20 minutes before the show, and I can already tell he's an amazing gentleman. And I'm so blessed to get to do what I get to do. I just thank cannot you. speak enough volumes. So, I can only imagine some of the stories you might have. Uh, and I, I can only imagine what kind of excitement this must give you to be able to have this gift to help people, to heal them of ailments or to write the, their thinking. You know, like you were saying, for those that thought they sucked because they went through a childhood uh, trauma of some kind. Yeah. Without naming names, what, what would be one that rises to the top right now that you feel the most emotional about that you thought, wow, that was phenomenal. I'm so glad I... I was given this gift to be able to help that person. Yeah, thank you. And you know, when you asked about what motivates me, this is something that motivates me when when I'm able to connect with somebody and and allow them to see themselves with with unconditional love, mm-hmm. um, which is something that not a lot of people actually have experienced in their life yeah. to be seen and valued and encouraged. That's just such a loving thing to be able to do. So I just you know, beyond what we would consider to be a gift that I might have, what I believe to be true is that I can't tell anybody anything they aren't ready to hear. Mm. I can't show anybody anything that because I won't see it, right? Because I would say, what's the most valuable thing for them to see? I won't see it if they're not ready for it. And so the thing that comes up to me, one is this woman that I had that was in her 60s, and she was complaining of back pain. And so one might imagine that I would be spending some amount of time doing Reiki on her back. But the first thing that showed up for me when I was working on her was um, her mother showed up. She literally, I saw her mom come into the room and I saw her holding her daughter's arm and the red marks that I saw on her daughter's arm, which was my client. And I saw my client wanting to be a dancer and I saw her dancing in, in, a, in a gown and having her mom beat her for yeah. telling her she's not good enough. She's, and would say things that I can't repeat live. I mean, I just wouldn't say them. Mm. And, and, I, and I asked her about these experiences, this person I had not met before. And I said, are these things true for you? And, and she said, yes. And I said, these aren't actually true. These things that your mother said aren't true. These things that, um, you know, you, you have, you know, she had back pain. She actually wasn't able to walk upstairs uh, up, up to the second floor in the library that she worked. And um, she was on pain medication for about 20 years. And what I realized is that she, we needed to remove her mother from her energy field, essentially. That's how I would describe it. But what I was actually saying was to her is, your mother's influence is holding you back and, and putting pressure on your body all the time. And so I basically said, with, with my help, would you allow me? Would it be okay with you if I asked your mother to leave, completely go? And um, it was very powerful because, um, one, I wanted my client to know that she could change her mind. We have free will. And I said, at any time you wish, you can invite in conversation energetically with your mother who was on the other side. She had died um, at any time. But for right now, what you need is to let her go and to get her out of your energy field. And she said, yes, I, I will allow you to do that. And so in that moment, I energetically pushed every aspect of the pain of a lifetime that my client had felt to her mother in spirit. And I saw her mother start crying. Um, and, and I said, this is the effect that you had in, in what you called love to this daughter that you have. And I'm going to ask you to go and I want you to go willingly. And, and she did. 
And I said, this isn't permanent. We are, we're unlimited, you know, we, we can't actually die, die. So it wasn't like a, a, a death sentence, but I said, for right now, she needs you to let her go so that she can be healed. And, um, and within a few weeks, uh, my client actually emailed me and said that she had stopped taking her pain medication mm -hmm. and she was able to walk up the stairs to the second floor where she had worked. And she did, I remember I told her, I see her doing a happy dance. And I said, I don't know what this is about, but I just see this. And this was at the time of the session. So later she told me that she did a happy dance at the top of the stairs. Um, so that, that told me a lot about the influence of other people on ourselves and how important it is to release and let go of toxic uh, um, trauma. You know, and then that trauma can be held in our system long after it, it actually occurred. That's amazing how, how so incredibly connected our minds and our body are. I mean, they're so incredibly intertwined yeah. that, you know, trauma from the past and those holding on to those memories and emotions and, and everything, how those can impact us physically and, and vice versa. If you have physical ailments that can uh, affect your mental state as well. And it's something I've learned at a much deeper level with NLP as well. It's it's an amazing thing. And yeah, often if you are able to find the cause of one and take care of it, then the other will melt away. And that's, that's what's really so cool is we have the capacity to heal. Yeah. Um, and even what I find is people, I, I find actually clients that have had, that have come up with what I call echoes, past life echo. And what I mean by that is, um, I will see a trauma that has occurred in a past life that actually is still affecting them now because maybe they were, they're trying to learn to communicate effectively and activate their truth, but they were cut off from that in a past life in some traumatic way, or they're trying to access their, their inherent gifts of insight or wisdom, but they keep getting a defense mechanism that comes up. So it's just been super fascinating and I'm always, learning new things with everyone that I work with. Oh, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, the books you probably have in you, <laughs> <laughs> you could write, oh my goodness, the stories. Well, ironically, I have, I have my first book that I am one of the, of several authors of, um, we did a collab book that's coming out in next week in ebook oh, yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. It's called the last breath. And uh, there'll be hard copies available September 14th, but um, people, and we'll get information obviously about how people can find out more about this book. Um, and, uh, but anyway, yeah, I've got that one coming out and another one that I'm writing, actually two others that I'm writing uh, right now. So you, you, you're ambidextrous then, you can write with both hands at the same time? Yeah, <laughs> yep, just like volleyball. <laughs> oh man, this is awesome, this is amazing. Uh, so I kind of, you know, speaking of the body, we we're talking about that yeah. a little bit um, in the beginning and you brought it up with, look, uh, the back wasn't the issue, it was her mind. Uh, when it comes to actual, you know, being an entrepreneur and having to continue or getting to continue to crush it day in and day out and be there for others, you know, it's really about others, it's not about ourselves. How important is actual physical fitness to you personally, Travis, uh, both to your, your business and to you as a person for your personal life? Yeah, I think it's very important. And I'll just go back to this core concept of you can't pour from an empty cup. As much as I might have a desire to help people, if, I'm, if I am not well, if I'm not feeling well, if I am not in my wholeness, then I can't do that sustainably. So physical fitness is just one of our bodies, you know, physical bodies, mental body, emotional body, spiritual body. So how I care for all of my bodies is important. So yes, I do care for my physical body. And as somebody who has had chronic accidents, injuries, and even like neck surgery last year, I am very well aware of my limitations, though that comes usually after the fact than before. But uh, I'm I'm an athlete, you know. I'm I'm a skier. I play volleyball, tennis, uh, golf. I like to surf. I'm learning that is new. Uh, I'm a climber. Like that's been my primary way of getting exercise for the last several years until COVID hit and the gym shut down. Uh, so, but right now I'm like, what can I do? Is I can I can run, I can bike, um, I can do yoga, and I do want to mention just really quickly. Uh, the two types of yoga 
is I would I would suggest that folks get involved in a yin style yoga versus a yang style yoga. Yang is active movement, power, force, pushing the body into the asana or the pose, where yin is actually a meditative or more mindful practice where you're allowing yourself to relax into the pose, which balances our energies of action and meditation because we need balance in our lives. And that's one way to promote it is to create it. It's not going to create itself. So you have to put time in your calendar for mindfulness and relaxation and vacation and fun time so that you can uh, be well resourced. I like that idea of yin because I think the only time I only kind of ever done is yang because i I remember not knowing much about yoga and then doing it yeah. and then being blown away how I could sweat so dang much doing absolutely nothing, you know? Yeah, probably, totally probably, yeah, probably a flow pose where you go into a pose for a couple seconds. Uh, this one is cool because you go into a pose from one to five minutes. Ooh. And so I actually, I'm a yin yoga teacher. And actually, so I don't actually have that on my website, ironically, because <laughs> I just started teaching it last year and I was doing it here in Hollywood. Um, until the wellness center that I was working out of shut down due to COVID. So I've been just doing individual clients by request via Zoom um, at, a, at a distance. But, um, but anyway, yeah, totally check out Yin Yoga, Y-I-N, and uh, I highly recommend it. But it's not, um, it's not trendy, right? So, in, you know, so the, the cookie cutter classes are all about getting the most people in, but it isn't a spiritual practice. It's a physical fitness practice. Most yoga is, you know, with a successful entrepreneur mindset, I don't, I, trendy doesn't mean anything to me. It's what is the result? Right. The result is what matters. And yeah, I mean, how long does a typical yin yoga session last? They're actually usually a bit longer. Most of them are going to be an hour and a half, um, okay. uh, but you could do an hour yin, but it's really, you could do yin really um, in half hour things. What you really want to do is just, you can find a great book. Ironically, so funny, I've got it right here. This is an amazing book, The Complete Guide to Yin Yoga by Bernie Clark. Uh, as synchronicities go, my, I had this book. Um, already that a friend of mine I was staying at before I moved to my current location had this because he's a yin teacher. He had this book. And uh, after I moved to L.A., I saw that there was a yin yoga teacher training coming up in Santa Monica. And when I signed up for it, they said, oh, you should really prepare by getting this book, which happened to be I already had. So it was like that was a synchronicity for me where I was like, oh, OK, thanks. Thanks, God. You're really helping me show me what I need to do in my path because, you know, I'm stubborn. I need things to be that obvious. Can you do them in groups like uh, one on many on Zoom or is it one on one is the. Um, well, the Zoom could be. Well, it just depends. I, it, it wouldn't matter how many people are in the class, but I would want to make sure that I could see everybody to give them individual Adjustments. Um, adjustments as needed yeah. uh, and it's a very supported practice so even with an injury or different things you know you have a lot of props in it which is great because you want to really support the body and not uh, traumatize it man that sounds like my kind of tea right there because uh you know that other kind was was difficult and the one i did the, the i just it was on dvd i did it it was two hours long i was like good lord I was exhausted yeah. and my whole day was gone. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, the thing about yin is it also promotes uh, some, you know, it puts stress into joints and muscle tissue. So the poses aren't extremely comfortable. Uh, you want to find that, that level where you can hold it for several minutes, but you're not in pain. <laughs> so it's a great way to get to know your body, too. You're like, oh, look what I can do. Um, it's kind of exciting. And for me, it would probably be, hey, look what I cannot do. <laughs> I am well, like the least yeah, flexible person knows. on the planet. But, uh, you know, yoga helped a lot. The the yang yoga did help a lot in the flexibility for me, which I was like, wow, I can actually bend that way now. I couldn't I couldn't touch my toes, Travis, my entire <laughs> life till I was probably 47-ish. And uh, the only reason I was able to finally was because I did yoga on a regular basis. It was like once a week. And it finally well, I happened. can't touch my toes, you know. That's okay. I mean, I can <laughs> if I bend my knees, but <laughs> but yeah, I just I could not ever do it, and now it's like all right, and I don't know if I can today. It's been a while, but I love this. This is a phenomenal. Uh, all these topics. Um, now you're you've left the nest, the the wonderful golden handcuff nest. God bless you. 
And look, I'm not saying anything negative toward anyone who's holding down a full-time job at all. Uh, God bless you too. Uh, it, it takes different kinds of people to do both, to do one versus the other. And now we have a gentleman here who's done both, so have I. And that's why you know it can be difficult to escape that snare of corporate life where you know every two weeks what you're getting paid, right? Uh, it's a yeah. different world. And other people are making decisions on your behalf, which is what I hated about it more than anything. Uh, I don't mind risk. I don't mind the unknown. Uh, but it's not for everybody. And so I'm just curious now that you've had some good seat time as being an entrepreneur, uh, where you are today, you know, I opened to us talking about skill sets that are required to get it, yeah. to get to that level and keep the clients coming, keep, keep it running. Uh, you're being very flexible, no pun intended with yoga, with doing classes online with, uh, with zoom, uh, both healing, intuitive healing plus yoga as well. That's phenomenal. What would you say today? Just, I mean, where you are right now for you, so that others can model you are the, what would you say are the top three skill sets you have developed? And if there are any you're looking to improve on after that, um, where, what are you seeking to go to next? Yeah, and I, I, that's a great question. And I think there's a COVID answer and then there's like a non-COVID answer, frankly, because it's, it's kind of difficult being, you know, I've only been a full-time entrepreneur for a year, if you want to call it entrepreneur. So, you know, business operator. I was doing full-time job and this for 12 years uh -huh. and hosting and hosting a weekly radio show where I was reading a book a week and then doing a live radio show talking to the authors. So, you know, I did that. I remember there was two years where I didn't actually take a vacation. I didn't take a day off for over two years. And I, and I, once I look back, I realized that I was like, this is not healthy for me. Um, but what I, what I would say right now is you got to be, be open-minded about the unique ways that you could get money. Uh, you know, you know, think of your, we have this sort of idea about how we can gain income. So just realize that your ideas about how you could get income or how you want to get income or how you expect to get income might be limiting you from getting income in ways that aren't that, that are possible for you. So I would say um, having the ability to be open-minded and flexible in that, uh, you know, revenue stream or whatever is, is, is a good idea. Uh, I would also say it's good to plan and organize your day in a way that gives you all of the support that you need in all of your areas of life, including business, not just waking up in the morning, getting right on your computer, going all day and spending all your day on the computer, but that recognizing that, you know, um, putting a to-do list on the side is a good idea uh, first, like getting yourself a realistic expectation of what you can and can't do. Another tip I would say is, and this I learned, uh, which I actually, I'm so grateful that I learned is that, you know, my hourly rate for doing healing work is X. If I spend three hours of my day doing admin or marketing or accounting or other things, social media creation of materials and all that, then I am not earning that bucket of hourly rate if that's my hourly rate just for an individual session, notwithstanding what I might get for a class or workshop or, or things like that. But the, the, what I wanna say is it's okay to ask for help in the ways that you need it that could actually be more financially viable for you than just doing everything yourself. Uh, for me, also recognizing what you're, what you like to do is something that you will end up doing more of than what you don't like to do just by our very nature. So getting help in the areas of the things you don't necessarily like to do that you could hire somebody to do, um, you know, for maybe less than what you would make at your hourly rate would be a good idea. So those are some things that I come to just kind of at the top of my head. Uh, Another would just be be patient because this is this is a this is a wild ride for our souls, frankly, right now. The whole global community is going through this major pandemic. In the US, we're now coming up upon an incredibly tense and volatile political environment 
where we're going to be called and pulled into emotional reactionary stories every day on social media and with family members. Our, our emotions are going to be bigger. And when our emotional brain gets bigger, our, our mental brain gets smaller. So we don't have the capacity to be rational when we are in our 100% our emotional body. And we're not taking care of ourselves when we do that either. So, you know, recognize that um, it's important to be patient with what your expectations are of what you can accomplish right now. I think until the, until we open up in the, in the US, uh, you know, there are just certain things that you're not gonna be able to do. One thing that I did early on, early COVID, is I just decided I lower, I split my rates. I, instead of doing all one level of healing rate, which included um, intuitive sessions, I actually did readings as a separate rate, a lower rate, and I started to offer free 15-minute energy assessments for people so that people could at least get something um, that I could help them with and I could get value from that. And then I did uh, a donation-based webinar series where I just said, you know what, I'm going to allow people. And then actually what was interesting about this is as soon as I announced it on social media, a friend of mine who wasn't even going to participate sent me $700. And she said, I'm really grateful that you're doing this for people who need it for free. So I'm going to support you. And my belief system was I'm going to accept any donation from anyone for this. Right. And so then I was able to say, wow, I don't have to charge people and now I can get income in unique ways. So that's just a couple of things that come off the top of my head. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, it's interesting. Gosh, so many. There were there were a lot of nuggets in that. Um, OK, to ask for help. That's a big one. Huge. Huge. Uh, because most people start out as a solopreneur that I, I know um, and most people that go long enough to start to see success, which unfortunately the largest percentage do not. But those that do get it that far then approach burnout because like you said, they're doing everything, everything you mentioned, including accounting, marketing. And then then it's like, you might be over your head before, you're like, how am I gonna have time to train a team? My gosh, right? But it comes down to the point where you just have to. You just have to, uh, if you're gonna survive. And it's not like a life or death thing, you can ease into it. So I would recommend anyone out there who's just starting out is start with a team in mind. doesn't mean you have to implement and execute the second, but have that in your thought process all the way through. And how would I delegate this or what, what would I delegate and to whom? And I've, I've found this phenomenal resource, Travis. I, I bring on apprentices for my business. I currently have three. They're amazing. I have three to four at all times. And, I've learned by doing this uh, how to become a better leader. And that's the, the number one skill set, in my opinion, a business on the business side for any business owner is that so that you can scale and step away from the day to day technician part of the business and then be the visionary, be the one that's, you know, bringing in the different ideas and the different uh, if you're doing the technician work all the time, it stifles your creativity. It just it's difficult to do it that way. And then well, do it's it like when I, if I try to do my own website, right? It's like, that's, that's just silliness because somebody else could do it so much faster for a lot less. Uh, but unless, I'll tell you one thing. Unless that, you're really, unless you're really good at it and you love doing it, that, I will say that because like, yeah, there are those I would say that. But, if you're really yeah. good at it. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that I will tell you, uh, uh, have you ever heard of Fiverr? Oh yeah. I, I've, Oh, I've right? beaten that sucker up. Yes. Like such a good tool. So F I V R R I think it is. R -R. And you can just turn in a, a, a job that someone else can do and then you get it back and you just pay, you know, pennies really. It's just like nothing. So it's great for marketing materials. Oh, bro. So, you know, those uh, little segue videos in this show where bookmarks and you have a British guy yeah. talking. Yeah. Yeah. That was Fiverr. See? That was I got it from Fiverr. Same with uh, the guest expert spotlight where you came on right before that. It was a British guy talking. I had him do it. He did put the music behind it. And then I did video on the on the other side of it. And it was a piece of cake. Yeah, Fiverr. Oh, my gosh. I've spent a lot of money with it. And it doesn't take much money for each task. So I've used it a lot. And I love it. Yeah. So that's a great resource. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're uh, welcome. Be patient. That's a big one. And that's boy that's that's a huge huge one for so many reasons a lot of people start a business 
Uh, look, you have the benefit of working on it for 12 years, I think you said, as a corporate employee before you broke free. So you knew that that was the path you wanted to take by yeah. then. And that that's good. So a lot of people jump into something thinking this is going to be the greatest thing and they won't have a strong enough reason or a strong enough why and they will fall before they come close to hitting the finish line. It's just, you know, you got to stay the course. You got to you're going to get knocked backward every single day in different ways. But just remember, you can go forward farther if you have this noggin like Travis does screwed on straight and you're you're a flexible mindset. And you're well, not in, in hindsight, I probably would have quit even earlier. I think in my mind, I gave my employer, you know, the city, so many opportunities to provide promotional opportunities for me as an internal candidate for several jobs. And every time getting, you know, someone from the outside would get that, would get that role. And I kept my faith thinking, okay, well, maybe the next time, maybe the next time. Well, you can get stuck in that for decades, you know, I, I worked for the city for 18 years and um, and I had many incredible roles. I'm not denying that. I had a lot of incredible opportunities I wouldn't have otherwise, but in hindsight, I probably would have taken the leap even sooner, uh, you know, to be frank. But uh, I also wanna say the, you know, giving yourself the freedom not to take things personally when, thing, when something doesn't necessarily go well, to say, this isn't about me. This situation, this event, this whatever is not about me, and I just need to let go and move on. That's huge, uh, and that comes down to what I call ego, right? Sure. And the more yeah. we can get step away from our own ego, the better. And there's so many great ways to do it, and I've learned by bringing on a team, you have to, or you won't survive in that situation. So, Or you won't you, be well-liked, at least. <laughs> Yeah, and, and people won't want to work with you or right, for exactly. I never say yeah. for, but you know they're going to want to do less. You know, in my corporate life, I can pick out the ones that I loved, and I said I would go above and beyond what they're asking, and wish they would ask me to do more, right? And then right. I thought, well, what are those qualities that I like so much in that person? I need to emulate and model that, and uh, yeah, so you can learn a lot by. I did, and I'm sure you did, by going through corporate to learn what to do and what not to do once you branched out on your own. And that's uh, very valuable. My gosh, it's already seven minutes until the end of the show, Travis. What happened? Time flies. No. All right. Uh, can you, would you mind one more quick story of uh, another person that uh, you were able to help? Uh, I'm so, I told you before we started, I'm so <laughs> intensely curious about this. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure, 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 sure. So, um, I had this this client um, early on, I guess I would say, uh, many years ago, who um, who found my website. She had said randomly, which I think is like synchronicity, right? She, I was because I would like to ask, well, how did they find out about me? And um, she booked a session, and we we were on the phone, and so me, so she wasn't in front of me. I wasn't doing healing work on her, but the first thing that I felt with her is that she had had. Uh, two miscarriages and I felt her body and I felt her mindset around what it felt like as a woman in her, in her relationship with a man and how she felt about her inability to carry a child to term. Mm. And I asked what was the source of this inability that she had to carry a child to term. And interestingly enough, I saw her as a young girl. I saw the home that she lived in and I saw the family that lived in it before. And I saw a young girl who lived in that home who was murdered um, in the home whose spirit didn't leave. It was actually stuck in the home. My client who was uh, had the capacity as a child to connect with um, spirits, she was a medium. And she met this girl. They were, you know, young women in the same house. So, and what happened was when my client left the house, this girl that had died in the home connected with her body. And because this girl was 12, she was young. She, her energy, she couldn't have carried a child to him because this energy essentially of this other spirit was connected to her. So I did a clearing, a depossession ultimately of that spirit, helping her to go back uh, to the collective, to the other side home. And uh, within a couple of weeks, she became pregnant and that and had her had the child um, nine months later. Uh, and the kid is, I think, nine now. Yeah. She's one of my Facebook friends. So, um, oh, 
that was one, it wasn't something that I had anticipated doing. Like it wasn't something I had woken up in Reiki class going, oh, I'm going to do a depossession. You know, it's such a loaded term and there's so much, you know, narrative around what that actually is with movies and things. But I was like, no, I actually saw it happen. I saw that this young, scared spirit that wasn't able to go home because she felt like it was her fault and that she was scared and was stuck and was then had this friendship with my client and then connected with her. Um, and that happens, you know, it happens often, actually, more than we might think. Uh, we are, we have entities that might stick with us for some reason. So I can help people with that as well. Sometimes people who aren't able to uh, completely let go of addictions uh, who have been affected by or have their energy field broken open by addictions with drugs and alcohol can sometimes have beings that attach to that. Um, it's kind of a whole nother story, but uh, the point is um, healing's possible. You know, whatever it is that we, if we feel limited, I would say, if you feel limited in your life in some way and it isn't, it's something keeps coming up and you're like, gosh, I'm so tired of this thing and I want to get deeper. I want to know what's really going on. Then I'd suggest connecting with me and finding out more. Um, I do on Instagram on Tuesdays. Uh, my Instagram is at underscore Travis Taylor. It's also on my website. Um, at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, I do an open live Instagram where I answer questions, I pull cards for folks, and I do readings. So that's kind of a fun thing I do. Fantastic. Yes, I'm hovering over it so people can oh, see. There's, there's, yes. yep. Oh, there's me. There's you. And yeah. that is his website, divineinsight.com. Yeah. Just go there, and you can, obviously, you can see it is the man, the myth, the legend himself. Uh, this is amazing <laughs> stuff. I am so enthralled and excited about all this. Um, and so if you want to get in touch with Travis at a deeper level, uh, we're also, we, I understand you have a bit of a gift for our peeps, which we are going to talk about here very soon. Cause we're at that time. Uh, but I before know. we do that, um, I did promise everyone that's out there watching and listening that they could win a five night stay at a five-star luxury resort compliments of our good friends at the big insider secrets and so we got three things to take care of before we sign off one is that another is travis i have one final question for you that i like to end every segment with or every show and it's it's a very intriguing question i ask this of every entrepreneur who's been on this show and I've been quite blown away by the responses. And it's uh, it's a little personal. It's also very profound. And I can't wait to uh, do that. And then the third thing, we are going to talk about your gift and what you have to offer our wonderful watchers and listeners. So before we do that, real quick, the first gift. This is how, okay, you all now have our permission to very temporarily take your gaze away from the screen and pull out that cell phone of yours because what you'll want to do is bring up your text messaging app and if you're looking at the screen right now you can see that where you would put in the name of the person you are going to message instead type in this phone number and the phone number is 314-665-1767 and then down in the area where you would actually type in your message you know where you type the emojis and all those other things well no emojis here just type in two words separated by a dash and the two words are peak p-e-a-k and then dash and then the word vacation v-a-c-a-t-i-o-n p-e-a-k dash vacation again the number is 314-665-1767 and go ahead and text that right now do it quickly because you will be get, getting some automated messages back for additional information for you to be officially entered to win and nothing big it's just your email address so we can uh, enter you into our automated system and then do the random drawing and get you that vacation stay that you so richly deserve. All right. I hope you've got that taken care of. I'm going to remove that from the screen because this show is all about Travis Taylor, this man right here. And so, you know, before uh, we ask that final question, I think it'd be better just to go to your, your uh, gift that you have set up for the fine people. I'm going to pull up a different 
page I found uh, in relation to this. And I'll let you take it away and, and let the people know what it is you are doing for them. Yeah, so what I want to offer for folks who, who have learned about me through this show is to give them an opportunity to get a distance half-hour session with me at 50% off what I would ordinarily charge through my website. So you're right on that page right there. Uh, you go down, schedule your session today, but you go to the half-hour distance session with Travis. Just book it online. Don't pay and we can take care of payment uh, at the time of service and just book your session. And just at the time that you book it, you can send me an email, travis at divineinsight.com, or just remind me during the session that you learned of me through uh, this uh, amazing program and I'll uh, just give you 50% off. So that's, that's, uh, that's my thank you for anyone who's uh, watching today. And that's a huge thank you, and I appreciate that greatly. I think I'm going to take advantage of that myself, if you're cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I love it. Being a host has its perks. So <laughs> that website is the same one. It's divineinsight.com, and then just add forward slash intuitive-sessions, plural, intuitive-sessions. And I put that in the comments for those of you that can see those on social media as we are doing this live right now, for those of you that are listening to this later on, on uh, podcasts, or maybe you've seen it on Roku and Amazon Fire TV, uh, I'm sure this is a limited time offer. So the sooner you get around to doing this, the better. And be respectful of Travis and his incredible talents and gifts uh, because, you know, he deserves, he deserves all of the wealth that's coming his way and then some because he is an amazing man who is helping a lot of people to you know, improve their lives, period. And it's an amazing thing, and I'm just so blessed to be here with him right now. And I can't wait to now spring on to him this amazing final question to wrap up the show. Are you ready Let's for this one, Travis? Let's do it. So here's the thing. <laughs> I kind of built it up a little bit, but there is no such thing as a wrong answer, just so you know. It's impossible. In fact, the only correct answer is yours because that, that's the personal part of it. And so we're not getting deep personal. It's just it's personal to you. Your answer right. is your answer and no one else's. And it's interesting because that's just how it's been with all of my past experts. So are you ready? You sure? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Travis Taylor. How do you define success? I would define success as having your own personal fulfillment, actually feeling fulfilled. So what I mean by that is you are able to feel like what you're doing has value to yourself. You feel happy, joyous, and free. Like that's really success. I don't think success is something that you can measure necessarily in dollars. I don't think that money equals success, but success is really about feeling fulfilled and happy in your life uh, more than anything. That's how I would put it. Fantastic. And you know, no two people have answered that question identically and I've done over a hundred, I'm pushing 110 of these shows now. And that's what I find so fascinating. You talked about a collaborative book all of these answers are going into a collaborative book that I've already got the domain name for, which is how do you define success and all oh, of the parts that have been on it. So yeah, I will be reaching out to you at that time when we get it all together and ask for your permission. I don't know if you, you'd be okay with my uh, putting your name in a book for more exposure or not, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anything, you know, a quote attributed to me. Yes. Uh, I'm absolutely grateful for that. Because being a, a little bit sarcastic with that. I know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, Travis, I want to say thank you once again. You've been an absolute godsend. I look forward to working with you um, in person uh, in the near future. Uh, maybe we can uh, get together for a cup of coffee at some point since we're so close together, an hour away. Um, but I, I truly appreciate you coming on and spending the time. I know it's been a long time since uh, you originally applied to be on the show and put the application in, and we were booked pretty solid and I appreciate your patience in doing that and sticking it out because look at the value you've just provided to everyone who not only is watching this live and listening live, but those who are going to 
get that afterward. It's going to be available forever on podcasts, on websites, on videos, on YouTube. It's everywhere, as you can see all over the screen if you're watching. And uh, that's what I love is giving the gift of, of Travis Taylor, of people like Travis mm -hmm. Taylor. Thank you so much. One parting thought, Travis, where you are today, what would be one final piece of advice you could give someone who is looking to take their business, their entrepreneurship up one more notch? So I think what I would focus on, this might be ironic to some, is, is feeling joy in what it feels like to already have it. Not necessarily the steps you need to get it, but taking moments of your day when what you're what it would feel like if you already had it. That's actually a much swifter way to have the universe align all the things that you need in order to do it than to plan um, everything to the minutiae. So that's what I would say. I love it. I relate to it. Uh, and we could have a long talk about that one later, too. But we have to sign off out of respect to all those who came on to watch. We appreciate you. I hope you win. All of you. I know only one of you is going to win, but I, I hope all of you win. And uh, definitely take up Travis on his offer, his very gracious offer. Look back in the comments if you need to uh, a refresher on his website and how to find that. Travis, thank you once again so very, very much for your valuable time, your insight, your experience, and how you are serving people all over. I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you so much. I am so grateful and honored and privileged to be part of the show. Thank you. Wow. On behalf of this amazing man, I am Brian Kelly, your host of the Mind Body Business Show. We'll be back again next week with another phenomenal entrepreneur. Until then, so long and be blessed. Take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.